This is the second of two podcasts between Ian Mobsby and Philip Sheldrake on the subject of spirituality and religion. No, I agree. I mean, one thing that I get excited about are the kind of new, what seems to be something new bubbling up with all these kind of there's new forms of contemplative Christianity forming mm-hmm. and new monasticism. The new, the new, I was thinking the new yes. monasticism, yes. And I, I'm excited what what's bubbling up in the context of renewing the church with a commitment to this depth of spirituality. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering whether there is a new pneumatology that the church is discovering in the light of this kind of new spiritual environment. Um, yes, I think by that, you know, I suppose you mean how God's spirit acts. Yes. How God's spirit acts, where God's spirit acts, mm. and what God's spirit acts to produce. Mm. Um, yes, I think there is. Uh, I, and I think maybe two things in particular, well, for me, I mean, mm. other people may have other thoughts. Um, I think, it, it, in, a, in a sense, it's not new in the sense that it's always been there, but we've forgotten a lot of it. Mm. The first thing is that God doesn't just work in the structures of the church. Absolutely. Uh, that God's Spirit <laughs> works in all sorts of very inconvenient places um, and very inconvenient people, um, you know, and finding, you know, finding God in the other, in the stranger, in what is not only the stranger but is genuinely strange and not only genuinely strange but maybe profoundly uncomfortable um is one part that we have to rediscover um and secondly i think that and it follows from that that god's spirit doesn't only work outside my expected structures in other people of other faiths of course um but also people with no obvious religion and yet with tremendous deep values. Mm. Um, but also, I think, in, in the way, uh, you know, events happen in the world. But the other thing is that that's much more democratic. So the idea that God's Spirit particularly inspires bishops, popes, st- uh, structures, as opposed to mm. anybody and everybody, I think that's the other side. That yes. the, the, the corollary is that God's Spirit not only acts in the strange, but also acts in those whom we um, underestimate, basically, the, the average, ordinary person. Absolutely. That God is speaking just as strongly, God's mm. Spirit is present just as strongly there mm. as in any Pope, any Archbishop of Canterbury, mm. any moderator of the Free Church Council, any whatever. Mm. That, that that resonates with some of the stuff I think is thinking about from Moltmann. I mean, it's interesting what Moltmann talked about in the stages of the church. He talks about a Trinitarian understanding of church history that we began with uh, the church reflected God the Father with Christendom, that at mm-hmm. the time of the Reformation we went into the fraternity idea with a church based on Christ. And now at the end of the 20th century, beginning of the 21st century, we're rediscovering a form of church coming out of the spirit. Um wondering whether that connects with what you're saying um i think it might well um it ties up with some uh, some movements within the roman catholic uh community and not so much in this country as, as certainly on the continent the kind of christian humanism that um yes 
um, that 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 is still very present. I think, particularly in French uh, and Belgian parts of of, of of the Catholic Church, which places a great deal of emphasis um, on the reading the signs of the times, um, that God speaks and acts and challenges us within the events and structures of ordinary life. Mm-hmm. Um, and for example, I mean the, the person I you know had some contact with is a, is an economist um uh in belgium and he's uh, you know trying to talk about you know the need for a well not surprisingly in the current climate the need for a new economics that is driven by not just by ethics but he said by spirituality well, yeah. um you know and he yeah. comes out of a very strong this french catholic yeah. kind of humanist understanding um of you know what it's all about Mm. Um, and that's very much based on the idea that the spirit of God acts and works in the structures of everyday life, including economics, including yes. social structures, mm. um, uh, and that we need to listen to how the spirit is speaking there um, yes. and what kind of call to change and transformation is taking place there. Mm. And maybe, you know, because things have gone so badly wrong, there is actually, you know, that is... I. I hate the idea of people saying that's a punishment for our sins. I think much more that it's a clarion call that God is trying to say, hey, people, we need to rethink. You need to rethink what your values are. Yes. So I don't see it so much as a punishment, mm. uh, so much as a, a call to change well, and a call to yes. rethink values. Mm. Yes. And that, I suppose that connects with our, our final question, which is, I think it's a key one, and, and I totally resonate with this idea that our economics aren't working and I think many many people are worried that we continue to be in a market society that seems not to be able to live within its means facing ecocide and and major challenges to the continuation of life on the planet Mm -hmm. let alone the welfare of the people living in it Um, I'm wondering where where all the things in terms of global capitalism and the market and this rise in spirituality is leading us Well, um, I don't want to uh, sound as if I'm basically knocking bankers uh, or Mm. knocking people who operate in commerce, because without Mm. that, Mm. um, we simply wouldn't function. Um, Besides which, I also have, you know, bankers in my own family and and people who work in that world who are uh, have immense integrity and and strong value systems. So that's the first thing I want to say just by by way of clarifying. But I I do think um, that perhaps what is being said to us is that the market is not an independent reality with its own, as it were, its own raison d'etre. Nor does material success exist as the only horizon to which human life should you know should project itself i mean we, we've created a culture through advertising um through um i i possess therefore i am i don't possess therefore i don't think i have an identity um you know mm. which is actually deeply destructive um it's not that material security isn't a good thing it, it is a good thing but it needs to be related to a range of other things, that happiness, uh, that ultimate human fulfillment is not dependent merely on financial security yes. or on an ever-increasing crescendo of, pos- of possessions mm. and an ability to accumulate possessions, mm. that actually it is much more than that. And that therefore the market, commerce, uh, certainly they, 
drive the world around and they're necessary and important. But people in those worlds, as much as anything else, need to realize that they are the servants of a wider vision of society rather than merely self-serving. Mm. You know, we are not we don't exist as 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 um, um, consumers. We don't exist in order just to make companies successful. Um, you know, mm. if you like, it, it's the reverse is true. Ultimately, they need to find out. They need to recover the sense that commerce, banking, the whole thing exists in order to make a better world um, yes. and to actually enable the fulfillment uh, of people's lives. Uh, and without that hori- additional horizon, then in the end, the thing won't work. Yes, yes. So do you hold any sway with what's been discussed? As, I mean, I've heard some people use the word of that we're entering a new dark age. Um, is that, I'm just wondering if we're so addicted to the, the ways that we have lived, um, that it's going to take a major focus if spirituality and, and Christian spirituality is going to help us shape another way of being. Um, maybe it needs us to go through a new dark ages to recover another way. Is it like a bereavement cycle? Don't know what you think about that. Um, I think there's some element of truth in that. I mean, I think you know the only way to break, if you like, to break the addiction to mm. uh, accumulation is the realization that it's not working. Mm. Uh, you know uh, it, it, that that if. And I think it, it's pretty clear that, you know, if we're not in another recession, we're certainly in a very prolonged period of minimal growth yes. economically um, and in terms of, uh, you know, consumer, consumer the, the ability to, to, to buy. I mean, people are, are now having to watch their budgets, their domestic mm. budgets with the rise in, um, you know, in, in gas and electricity prices. I mean, a very simple thing. Mm. Um, you know, this is a major issue for many people. Uh, and people are having to look at their budgets far more carefully. So that in itself is, over a period of time, going to break the cycle of the assumption that life is always going to mean more and more and more and more and more yes. without question. And mm-hmm. if you like to call that a dark age, well, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's a kind of a cold turkey that's going to kind of uh, break our addiction to um, consumption as an end in itself, then mm-hmm. I think that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, that, but, you know, without something else, that is just going to be a terrible, bleak void. Yes. You know, uh, the absence of something, uh, um, as it were, removing something, i.e. The, the, the perpetual crescendo of, of, of success and accumulation, in itself could just lead to deep depression, unless mm-hmm. it's replaced by something that is far more positive mm-hmm. and attractive. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the role of some kind of spirituality, however you understand that, um, has to be important. And how one can kind of um, enable people to make contact with that uh, and discover in it a degree of fulfillment, which is not going to evaporate mm-hmm. uh, in periods of hardship, I think is, is one of the key challenges we face. How do we enable people to make contact with that depth? Mm. And hopefully that's think that's something that new monasticism and and some of these kind of new expressions of church trying to open that up that spiritual landscape to people. Hopefully that's part of what the church can bring to this country in this time of difficulty and for its future. I hope. Well, I hope so too. I mean, I think it's terribly important. I mean, I, without being you know without being flippant. I mean, in one sense. Uh, I mean, I, I recognise some weaknesses in some of the kind of slightly um 
framed spiritual questing in the sense mm-hmm. that it's it's because it's not terribly well informed by any particular worldview. Um, it, it I, I think sometimes it doesn't ask some challenging questions. But having said that, um, I am I would far rather people were committed to some kind of spiritual quest than not. Yeah. Um, even if I think that sometimes it's a bit fluid, a little bit undefined, a little bit uncertain, I'd rather that than nothing. Yeah. Um, but I think if the Christian church or the other faiths can step into that world, not to, in order to serve themselves, yeah. but in order to service this desperate need and desperate desire on the part of many people for something, uh, for a spiritual horizon, for that uh, more, that factor of more, something that, that speaks about meaning, ultimate meaning, ultimate value, then I think if we, if we can provide that, then we're doing a major service. And I think that's a major challenge for all the faiths. Mm. Philip Sheldrake, thank you for your time. This has been a really important conversation. Um, uh, I think many will want to take this further by reading some of your work, which I recommend. There's a number of books that uh, Philip has written. Um, So I commend that to you. So thank you for your time, Philip. This has been a great conversation. Okay, Ian. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by the Moot Community, a new monastic, emerging and fresh expression of Christian spirituality at the Guild Church of St Mary Aldermary in the City of London in England. Now that we are approaching Advent, we want to give our listeners the heads up about a change to our usual programme for Advent 2011. From the 27th of November 2011, we will be exhibiting a number of pieces of art in the Guild Church of St Mary Aldermary with weekly podcast reflections and activities. This booklet will be available in the church if you are able to visit, and extracts will be available and accessible through the events section of our website. If you require any further information about Advent with Moot 2011, see our website www.moot.uk.net or email us on info at moot.uk.net. Music